You're listening to the Pass It On Weekly Podcast. Pass It On is a ministry of the Gathering Youth Group at E-Free Church in Northern Michigan. Have you ever been at a track meet and watched a relay race? The baton pass is an important part of that race. Paul told us that we are in a race, a race of faith. How we pass this baton of faith makes all the difference. Listen now as Dave explains. So guys, I am like so excited. We've got so many things coming up, but one of the things that's kind of like, you know, it's good and bad, but in a few weeks, everything around here is going to change forever. I'm excited to see on one hand what God wants to do for our future, but in just a few weeks, it's never going to be the same for us. We're going to be officially moving up underclassmen, bringing in new kids who don't know what God has done around here. We're going to say goodbye to our senior class, eighth graders. They're going to be moving up into high school and things are going to change. I just want to take a minute here and just pray for us. If you can bow your heads. God, we just want to pause right here and really thank you for what you've done. This is life. This is how you've designed it. And we just ask that you would walk with us through this next chapter, just as you did in the previous one. Help us to be faithful, Lord, to your call, obedient, in love, and let us hear your voice and follow you wherever you want to take us in this next step. We pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. So, Some years ago, uh, probably 10 years ago now, I took a group of middle school students on a local uh, mission trip, service trip, to help an elderly couple, and and it was just the sweetest couple, clean up their lawn. They needed help cleaning up their lawn. And so that evening, uh, I saw something that I have cherished over all these years. As we finished raking up their yard, uh, she invited us in. And I was like, wait a minute. We have like 25 like middle school kids. Like they're all dirty. Don't invite us in right now. But she insisted. She wanted us to come inside. And so we went in. They took all their shoes off. Thank goodness. They went inside and they sat on the floor in her living room and in his living room. And then something very special happened. She and her husband began to speak to us. And I want to tell you guys that you could hear a pin drop among 25 middle school students. They said nothing over the next 20, 25 minutes or so as Bud and Regine passed the baton. They had an opportunity where they could share some wisdom that they've gained over the years. And Bud had been uh, a veteran. Uh, he served in the United States military. And over that time, one, one of the things that happened with Bud is he was exposed to Agent Orange. And Agent Orange was something that was very bad. And eventually, it took his life. And we didn't realize at the time that Bud only had probably a few weeks left to live. And so it was one of those moments that we were sitting there on the floor listening to Bud and Ray Jean speak. And as they spoke, they were passing on the, the, just these golden words of wisdom that 
it, it was beautiful and something that I'll never forget. But they they took the opportunity to pass the baton. Matthew chapter 28, Jesus, after he has risen from the dead, here's the risen Savior. He gets the ultimate credibility in this moment. And he, he brings his disciples together and he says to his disciples, I have something that I want to tell you. And here's Jesus coming back from the dead. These disciples, they have to be like all ears. And he says this, he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Here's, the, here's what he says. And he can literally say anything at this point, right? He just rose from the dead. Here's risen Jesus. He could say anything and he says this. He passes the baton to the disciples and he says this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Go and make, this is what he says. And so he's saying what I've showed you, what I've taught you, now you go back and teach to others. You go back and show the world what you've seen and what you've heard here. I passed the baton over to you and now it's your race to run. So I've had this baton in my possession now for about a month or more. Uh, I was at a track meet and I, I, I was really, I, I've been thinking about this message that I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, just about passing the baton. We're in this. We're in this stage right now in youth group where we're we're passing the baton. Eighth grade coming up, seniors out of here, and everybody moving up. And so I'm at this track meet, and I, I I think to myself, you know, I would love to get my hands on a baton to use for this message. So I asked the coach if I could have a baton as an illustration for this message, and he said, sure. Actually, I've got one right here, and so. You can keep this one. I was so excited. And and then I got this thing. <laughs> this is like... This baton, if you can look at it real close, it's all dented. And I was expecting like a shiny, new, like what you see in the races. But this thing is like beat up. There's dents all over it. And it looks like it's been dropped about a million times. Honestly... When I got this baton, I looked at it, and I thought, man, that is not what I really wanted. But the longer I looked at it and the longer I thought about it, it really does, uh, it really does speak. Uh, all these dents, all those drops, there's, there's a message in this, guys, and that's we need to pass the baton well. We need to pass the baton well and we can't drop the baton if God says uh, he is who he says he is that he will do what he said he's going to do and he he whose promise is faithful I think we need to remember that we put our faith in Jesus what we are believing in now and what we believe God will do in our future we need to pass that baton well. In the book of Judges, there's a really sad verse in Judges. In Judges chapter 2, verse 10, the Bible says, When Joshua and his generation died, 
another generation arose that did not know God, nor the works that he had done for Israel. And man, what a sad thing. Here's Joshua. He experiences all of these miracles, all of these major things that God does. The nation of Israel sees God at work and they don't pass the baton well. And there's an entire generation that grows up and they don't know God, the Bible says, nor the works that he had done because of a bad baton pass. We don't have the option to pass badly. We don't have the option to quit. We don't have the option to stop carrying the baton of faith from our generation to the next. About a year from now in France, Paris, France, there's going to be the next Olympic Games that are going to take place. And I'm hoping it's going to be a lot better than what was happening in Beijing uh, a few years ago because I kept hearing these horror stories just about how badly everybody was being treated. Everybody was like starving over there. And, you know, it was right after kind of on the tails of COVID. And China was kind of at, you know, right in the middle of all the controversy of everything going on. Uh, and, And it was terrible. But the Olympics are a good thing. And I remember watching the Olympics, and there was uh, this amazing relay team. The Olympic women's 4 by 100 meter relay team was an amazing group of women. And these women were the fastest women in the world. They had the fastest team. They had the fastest four individual runners. And guys, they should have finished that totally blowing everybody away, but something happened in the exchange zone. The entire race hinges on the exchange zone. You have a relay race. Guys, you could have the four fastest runners in the world, but until that last person crosses the line and until they have made all the exchanges, the race isn't over. And what happened in that race, when Marion Jones came into the exchange zone, something happened. There's a 20-meter long exchange zone, and you have this, this space where you have the opportunity to pass the baton. When she came into that zone, she slowed down a little bit, and, and what I understand happened was that she had been working so hard Like even the day before, she was high jumping and all this sort of stuff, and she had lost her steam, and she got into that exchange zone, and she didn't have enough energy to get it to Lauren Williams, who was all fresh, and she was ready to take off, and Lauren took off a little too fast. And so when Marion tried to pass it to Lauren, Marion was a little too slow because she had been through the battle, and Lauren was a little too fast because she was ready to go. They missed the exchange zone and they got disqualified. A few years later in Beijing, that was in Athens, but a few few years later in Beijing, this time there was something different that happened. They had the same group of runners, the ladies in the four by one hundred meter dash, the four by one hundred meter relay, same fastest girls in in the world get together again, and and then something else happens. They got to the exchange zone, and they dropped the baton. 
And in that exchange zone, something happened to Team USA. They, they once again were disqualified. The fastest team, the fastest runners, and the whole team disqualified for that second time because of a poor baton handoff. The way one generation will not hear about the incredible faithfulness of God is if our generation, you guys, me, if we try to pass that baton and we don't do it well, that next generation is not going to know what God has done. It doesn't matter how gifted you are. It doesn't matter how fast you are. It doesn't matter how good you are individually. It doesn't matter to the next generation what God did in this generation if we miss that baton pass. That's why these first words from Jesus after he's resurrected are so important to go and make disciples. If we don't do that, we're not passing that baton of faith to the next generation. We have this race that we're in, and Jesus explains it. Paul explained it this way. He said, you're in a race. Jesus helps us understand it, that it's not just any race. It's a relay race. And so you're passing this baton on to the next generation, and it's a divine relay race that we're in. We didn't just get here, guys. We're not just in this place on accident. People came before us to make this happen here. People came before us that had vision for the future. You guys are sitting in this room today because someone before you, generations before you, passed the baton off well. And how are we running this race? How are we running it this year? How are we going to run it? next year what sort of legacy are we going to leave what is the legacy that the church of jesus christ should be leaving jesus says go and make disciples we have a responsibility here to pass the baton of faith from our generation to the next and my prayer is this to youth group Coming here on Sunday nights, going to Bible studies, all of that stuff. What my prayer is not is that we get a bunch of kids here. Like that, I would love to have a, a ton of kids here, but that's not like my main priority. And the main priority isn't that we get more information and more knowledge just added to our brains, okay? That's. We need that, right? We need to know that stuff. We need to know scripture. We need to be built up. Uh, but if there's not a passionate heart that is committed to giving our, our entire world and this generation the good news of the gospel, then you, the, God, we can have all the ping pong tables, we can have the, all the gyms, we can have all the worship teams, we can have all of this stuff. But if you guys aren't on fire, like on the inside of you spreading the gospel and making disciples like Jesus said... All of this doesn't matter. We need to get a revelation of who we are in Him and who He is 
so that we can passionately transform the world around us. God has not called us simply just to do youth group, but to be the youth group, to be the church that makes a difference in the world today. Hebrews chapter 12 kind of illustrates this for us a little bit. There are people that have gone before us, and the Bible says this in Hebrews chapter 12, that therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, all of those people that have gone before us, let us throw off everything that hinders us and easily entangles us and run the race marked out before us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross and scorned the shame and sat down at the right hand of the Father. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you won't grow weary and lose heart. Even today, I've heard stories about some of you and some kids who have lost hope and who have lost heart, depleting and feeling depleted in their faith. Why? Why? Maybe we've lost sight. Maybe some of us have lost sight of the source of our completion. We don't fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We fix our eyes on things that easily entangle us. That's, those are the things that we fix our eyes on. So no wonder we're depleted. No wonder that we're hurting. No wonder that we feel depressed. Our eyes aren't fixed on Jesus. Jesus is saying tonight, guys, look back to me. Come to the end of yourself. How many more shows do we want, right, in church? How many more sound systems? How many more bounce houses? Whatever the next big trendy thing is. People come to this church sometimes and they literally look at our carpet and say, wow, that's awesome. I wish I had that carpet. And they look at our coffee shop and they look at all of this stuff. And I'm like, guys, none of this stuff is going to make any bit of difference. It needs to be about Jesus Christ. It's all about who he is. Not about carpet. Not about ping pong tables. Not about all this stuff. And thank God for that stuff, right? That's awesome. I love playing ping pong. Okay? But it's not what it's about. Right now, we're in the exchange zone. We're in that time where we're passing the baton. And what we do over these next few weeks really matters. Are we going to drop the baton and be disqualified? Or are we going to hand the baton on too late so that the next generation doesn't even get it? Here's what I'm worried about. I feel like I'm in a crunch. I feel like we're in this crunch right here. And honestly, I feel like I feel like we're kind of passing this baton too late. We need to start over, and I don't want to be like Joshua. I don't want to see another generation that rises after this one and doesn't know what the Lord did because he's done amazing things. I want to see this next generation run faster, go further than any of us have ever gone. I remember when Newell passed the baton to me. I know I know that his desire, and he said this, that his desire was, he said it this way, that, that uh, his ceiling would be my floor. 
and that's my desire as you move forward. It takes strong leaders to know when to pass the baton, when to pass it off so it's not too late, but also takes strong leaders who know how to grab that baton and keep running. Someone who understands what it's like to be in the exchange zone, all the little nuances. I'm going to talk about that next week, how to pass and receive the baton well. And I hope you'll come back and listen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you for your word, God. We thank you, God, that this is something that you showed us how to do. Lord, how to pass and receive the baton well and how not to do it. Lord, you showed us that in Scripture as well. So thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you for what is ahead. We thank you for this upcoming class that's coming in. We thank you for this class that's going out. God, I pray that, I pray that God, that you just have a bright future. Just launch them well. I thank you for this time that you gave us together. I'm sad that it has to change, Lord, but you, you created it this way. I thank you for tonight. I thank you for everything that you've done here, Father. And we give you all glory, all praise, and all honor. In your name we pray. Amen. Pass It On is a ministry of Gaylord E. Free Church and the Gathering Youth Group.